Hello everyone, I'm Justin. I'm Marcella. And this is Sailor Manga, the podcast where we take a deep dive into the iconic Sailor Moon manga by Naoko Takeuchi and discuss it to our heart's content. Back at it again, Marcella, how the hell are you? Happy Moon Day! Happy Moon Day. Yes, not too bad. How are you? Doing all right. It's been a while. It has been a very long time. <laughs> uh, for you listeners out there, y'all won't notice a single difference, but uh, it's actually been three entire weeks since we recorded the last episode <laughs> uh, we've, we've we've had a lot of shit going on so uh, yeah we have we've just had to take some weeks off but uh y'all like i said y'all won't notice a single thing but uh for us it's been three weeks since we've <laughs> talked sailor moon i know that's so, crazy uh, i mean we've talked moon, but we just oh yeah we talk like every day but <laughs> yeah <laughs> But uh, so if y'all don't like the moon news segment of this show, uh, it's going to be like 30 minutes long. So just <laughs> skip to the content. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, here we are. It's wait, we haven't recorded since um, I went out of town and you've had all your work stuff going on. A lot's yeah. happened. My goodness. I know. And not sort of, <sighs> it's, it's not been fun, has it? Not, not really. It's just been, you know, stuff it's been emotional. Had to, had to get through. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah oh my goodness but it's the fall as you guys say (gasps) and the autumn as you guys say yeah so um we're happy with that that's it's spooky season although you're not having autumn-y weather are you (sighs) virginia is the armpit of satan no we don't have uh cool weather around virginia's just really fucking weird i know i talked about this on bitches brew i think but it's just it's the kind of weather in the fall where you need a light jacket in the morning and then you have to put shorts on in the afternoon oh i'd just be so confused it's the but it's like that constantly sometimes in the winter it's like that it's at 54 degrees here oh i'm so jealous what's it like 77 here 83 it says to mine 83 yeah feel that feels right (laughs) anyway um Anyway, they're not Hi, everyone. weather updates, are they? <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I was like, let me go into a rant about the weather, but actually, how about I don't? So, today we're going to be reading Act 32, which is titled Infinity Six Three Guardians. But first, we got to just overhaul through our moon news. We have. Just sit back, get a beverage, pop a snack or two. Marcella, what's your moon news this week? <laughs> well, I feel like you've, you've got more than I have, but I have got some updates. Oh, yeah, I've got quite a few. If I didn't write them down, what an idiot. <laughs> so I'm just going to have to try and remember. do your best. Um, but okay, so first piece of me news is um, I haven't actually gotten that far with Crystal, but I have been watching it. And mm-hmm. um, so I'm in season two now. Yay! Um, and I'm at the episodes, I've seen the episodes where they, you know, sort of one by one abduct the. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Guardians. So the one that I've got to watch, which I might watch this evening actually, is Secret Sailor Jupiter. Ah, yeah. So they just took army. Uh, and so that's now, uh, our episode would be called what was that Stranger in the Storm what was that Stranger Danger Storm I think so god it seems know. like so long ago I don't really know no <laughs> Here, I don't think it's that far ahead no it's it's earlier 
Wasn't it the one where coughing up a storm? Coughing up a storm. That's it. You're right. Yeah, I see it. Coughing up a storm. Yeah. Stranger Danger Storm is one. Act 22. That's later. Yeah. Yeah, you're definitely not on that one. Yeah. No. Okay. Valid. Um. Uh. And Paul hasn't obviously watched it. <gasps> um, and he actually, actually, he said to me last night, "When did I?" Because he's he obviously listened to the latest episode of Saving mm-hmm. Manga. Um. And he said, "When did I agree to watch Crystal?" And I'm like, "You did." <laughs> <laughs> I love it. He's like, and oh. he will. Yeah, like, when did I agree to this? <laughs> um, and he did. Trust me. Uh, okay, so that's 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 my update with watching. Uh, oh yeah, I'm so glad. Um, and then a couple of. Oh, I had another piece that I was going to say before. Oh, I'm sure we'll both cover this, but obviously our uh, volume one edition of Yes. <laughs> Sailor Venus arrived, didn't it? Sailor oh Venus. my god, finally, y'all. Yeah. Finally, um, codename Sailor V. Codename Sailor V. We both got it on the same day. We did serendipitously, too. Because uh-huh. neither of us got it the day it came out. No. But we so, did happen to get it on the same day. <laughs> and mine wasn't due for another couple of days, according to right. Amazon. And then Your you, Amazon got, you were going to pick yours up. And then yeah. all of a sudden, it popped through my letterbox. <sighs> yeah, because it um, came out September 28th. 28th it's a tuesday and then but i i had to wait till thursday to get mine i was picking it up thursday morning and uh you got yours in the mail on thursday i did unexpectedly it was lovely lovely surprise um and then oh and then just talking about amazon do you remember ages ago it feels now i ordered those sailor moon pajamas makeup no the brushes oh right oh my god i completely forgot about the brushes well so would i so when they arrive um, (laughs) yeah i they don't resemble what they look like on the picture. Oh no. Uh, they resemble anything Sailor Moon S. Oh no. Uh, but yeah, it is what it is. Oh, well, I uh, hope they weren't expensive then. They weren't, no. Um, Are they at least a little cute? Yeah, they're all right. But oh, that's disappointing. That's disappointing, yeah. Yeah. But what did arrive that I was not disappointed with was <gasps> the pajamas. Yeah. Yay! Yeah, I was listening to that episode because, like I said, it's been like three weeks. And I was like, shit, yeah. I totally forgot about those pajamas i was like i hope she got them in the three weeks since we recorded <laughs> yes i know god do you remember the old days of the red bubble oh god the moon mug the, saga the moon mug saga yeah <laughs> wow good times good times um, man. i bet our listeners miss those <laughs> the chaos it's kind of amazing it's thrilling update yeah um but yeah the pajamas arrived and they're gorgeous the material's really strange it's like mm. I, need to, I should look it up actually it's not, it's like stretchy fabric but not it's, oh, not, okay. it's like it's baggy but then the fabric stretches basically just don't light a match near them is what i'm thinking because <laughs> they're gonna go up in flames yeah and we have an open fire here in our in our living room i just i'm not gonna sit near the open fire <laughs> when i'm wearing them yeah <laughs> um, I, would, because, I wouldn't advise it yeah i might be like moth was in your episode of um, um oh moth today uh, when she burst moth. into burst into flames she did. um and i I think I feel like there's something that I'm forgetting, but do you know what? You tell us your moon news, and if it comes back to me, it comes yeah, you'll back just to interrupt me. me. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> like I did many a time in <laughs> Bitches Brew episode 18. Oh God, the plague of our existence. Anyway, okay, so my moon news. I've got quite a chunk because a lot's happened in the past three weeks, y'all. Hmm. Um, I just want a quick little update. Is uh one of the reasons that we were gone is my uh I 
we had like the spreading of the ashes ceremony for my grandparents. They wanted to have their ashes spread and uh, um, mixed in with a, a freshly planted dogwood tree. Oh. So we did that on the property of their house. Um, I'm officially getting their house. Hey. Um, Alan and I are going to be moving in, uh, but that won't be for about a year. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was emotional and a lot and then we partied until 5 30 in the morning and my grandparents would have loved that <laughs> um but anyway so that was part of the reason so i have a shit ton of moon news. let's get, let's roll through this rolodex so originally i was watching more of the sailor moon anime mm-hmm. and i have continued to do so on and off i've got like two episodes left of sailor moon r season two um i'm i just got to the part where uh spoiler alert uh Saphir dies um, so I think I've got like three, two or three more before I'm done with R and I'll go on to S. Um, <clears throat> but then, oh no, I won't get to that yet. So then I started working on, I know I've mentioned it a couple times, the Sailor Moon audio series. Yes. Um, I had started working more on that in the past couple weeks <clears throat> and I did another six minutes of dialogue, which doesn't seem like a lot, but it actually really is. Yeah. <laughs> Um, compared to the three minutes I had done before, and I did a whole nother six minutes. Um, so I'll have to plug that all together for you, Marcella, so you can hear Barrel. The the six minute scene was yeah. all Barrel. It was all Barrel. I love and Barrel, Jadeite, and Morga. <sighs> yeah, Morga's more of a central character in my story, but anyway. Anyway, um, so I did that. And then a turn of events, this is when uh, a change happens in the past couple weeks, is I've been going through such a Pokemon resurgence lately. Like, massively. I woke up one morning and I was like, you know what? I want to watch Pokemon. So I popped on the first episode and I watched it. And so I started watching that with my breakfast. Yeah. Uh, The Pokemon anime. I'm only like, what, four episodes in? Not very much um because i've been feeling it on and off but it led me to this amazing podcast that is in the same realm of people that do sailor business uh so it's it's a spiritual sister jake who um he edits sailor business he has like nine podcasts he's crazy i love his life um, but he has one called Pokemon World Tour United, and it's basically like a D&D campaign. You know how you like mm-hmm. take on characters and you roll the dice for moves and stuff, but it's Pokemon yeah. Universe. They have like these Pokemon original characters, and it's so cute. And <clears throat> their game master, uh, their friend Alan, does the voices for the Pokemon, and he's so good. And it's, uh, it's just a wonderful time. I highly recommend it if anyone listening likes Pokemon. Pokemon World Tour United, it's crazy great time um i'm like 28 episodes in and the episodes run from anywhere from an hour to two hours so i've been consuming uh that content yeah i've been playing pokemon sword again um the new pokemon games are coming out soon brilliant diamond and shining pearl come out in november and legends arceus which i'm so excited for because it's an open world pokemon game all i've ever wanted in my goddamn life (laughs) comes out in january so i feel like i'm just gearing up for those releases really yeah um what else do i got i'm almost done (laughs) Uh, and then, of course, Codename Sailor V came out, so that was really exciting. I've read three chapters. That oh, feels that feels right. Yeah, three chapters. Um, look at us being in sync. Got it the same day, finishing it at the same time. We love it. <laughs> uh, 
Um, and then lastly, before we get to our combined moon news, because we have a, a piece of combined moon news this week. Um, yeah, I started officially my <laughs> Sims 4 Not So Berry Challenge um, on my Twitch stream. It came. I did it today, the day we're recording. But when you hear this, I'll be getting ready. Or no, it'll be intermission between episode two. So yeah. go watch it. Um, yeah, as you said... Uh, <laughs> The Mint Generation uh, Sim, whose name is Moth, mm-hmm. you know, started her scientist career by uh, setting herself on fire. Uh, it was a wonderful first day of work, let me tell you. Shipsy had a Persona Moon pajamas on. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, so that that was a lot of fun, even though I had a shit ton of connectivity issues. Uh, don't know what um, I can really do about that. But you know what? We work with what we got around here. So yeah. Uh, yeah, that's my moon news. All right, so let's get to this combined moon news. I told y'all moon news was going to run late this week. It's fine. So we got another listener email. Hurrah! Yay! Um, this is from Kelly. Um, I do know her IRL. <laughs> she's one of me and Alan's close friends. Um, but she she's listened to the podcast from the jump. Uh, yeah. Oh, and oh. Uh, so hi, Kelly. If you're listening hi, to this Kelly. network, I hope you have a wonderful day. Don't stress the haters and get that money anyway um she says hello marcella and justin what's up it's your girl kelly yes you can read this on air but only if you want to (laughs) thank you for the consent thank you uh she says i have to say i just caught up to act 30 and i cannot have y'all slandering my girl ami like this Oopsie. Luna, I understand. Fuck that cat. But Ami was the most popular Sailor Guardian, at least when the anime came out, and especially in the Western world. I've attached an article that breaks down the popularity <laughs> of the girls, and Ami is number one every time. It even has graphs to chart success. So, uh, no wonder you like Ami, because you're such a goddamn Capricorn with your goddamn graphs. <laughs> <laughs> Just to shade you a little bit. Um, And she even quoted, So while Ami was indeed incredibly popular among anime fans, she was awkward and shy, and those awkward and shy adults enjoyed computers and anime. Ami essentially was popular because many people saw themselves in her. So in conclusion, Ami was so uncool that she became cool. Rad. Okay, Ami Sam pop off. However, Kelly says, I am partial to Sailor Venus or Minako myself, but I've only found my love for her through this magical podcast. Minako is obviously the obvious choice to stand in the manga. I have never read it before, but hearing their journey through your storytelling and banter makes it so much more entertaining. I hope that you will complete the entire series and possibly dabble in other manga. Anything to keep the dynamic going. Love you both and hope with autumn coming, you feel rejuvenated and refreshed ready for new beginnings yours truly kelly oh that's so sweet thank you kelly uh, truly thank you kelly although i have to say i am i looked at the article Uh (laughs) uh-oh and um, i scrolled right down to the bottom and it said it was written by somebody called kelly (laughs) (laughs) does it really in september 2021 (laughs) no it doesn't i was about to say (laughs) what So, uh, yeah, the validity is up for question. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? That would be amazing. I know. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, I love it. I know. Yes, I don't I, know where the army shade came from. I don't, you know, I don't know. I feel like it's my fault, <laughs> which I, no, I, I, I totally take I responsibility was, for. I was feeling it too, and you just voiced it. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, we, we, we love army. Ami's fine. She was a bad bitch in the past. Uh, in I what, know. what was that, 30? Yeeting herself out the window, which I'm all right. about, as we know. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> which I'm all about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was that was a bad bitch move. So More for that prove you love me toxicity. <laughs> Ah, about that coming up again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, goodness. Love it. All right. So now that we've bored y'all enough with our updates, <laughs> let's get into some Sailor Moon serotonin, y'all. Let's yes. do it. So as I said, today we're reading Act 32, Infinity Six, Three Guardians, and we go to the chapter page. It's, of course, in color, which, speaking of in color, I'm a little cross <laughs> because uh, in the Sailor V, all of the cover pages mm. are in color except for Volume 2, or the chapter 2. Yeah, but there must be a reason. White. Yeah, I don't understand. Anyway. Yeah. So, but this one's in color, and it's Chibiusa and Usagi on the cover, yeah. looking very adorable together, and they're in these, like, white frilly dresses got some like lace on the ends of them it's really pretty yeah. it's really simple but very cute they look like they're going for their um holy communion or whatever <laughs> they do yeah their baptism or something like that whatever yeah yeah, yeah whatever the uh american equivalent of that is because i have no idea what it is baptism yeah that sounds right sure who cares this is not a religious podcast no. as y'all know um anyway so then we flip to the standard black and white pages and we get this killer image of Sailor Neptune, Sailor Uranus, and the newly revealed Sailor Pluto. Um, and stacked over top of the images of them is uh, Chibiusa, or Sailor Chibi Moon, I should say. And she's saying Pluto, because last everyone knew Pluto was fucking dead, and now yeah. she's here. So it's just, uh, it warms my heart to see. It really does. I love it. And then Chibi Moon just bolts into Pluto's arms. It's so fucking cute. She says Pluto's name. Pluto envelops Chibiusa in a hug. And Chibiusa says, is that you, Pluto? Is it really you? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, sweet baby. Yeah. <laughs> So they pull out of the hug because keep in mind. Oh, I didn't do a recap. <clears throat> if y'all need a recap, uh, Haruka whipped out her sword. Take that euphemism as you will. Oh, I did. And uh, obliterated Telu of the Witches Five. So they're in the botanical gardens, or as I said last episode, Guardians. Um, and uh, that aftermath happened because Pluto was the one to kill Telu. Mm. So everybody is here at the aftermath. <laughs> there you go. So Pluto says, "Small lady, or should I say?" Sailor Chibi Moon. Through the powers of your beautiful mother, the great Neo Queen Serenity, I have been reincarnated. I am here to fulfill a mission of grave importance. <laughs> and we cut to Usagi or Sailor Moon, and she just looks, you know, like what the fuck is happening here on this day? What the fuck is going on? And I just want to say this really quick. I need to know how reincarnation works in the Sailor Moon universe mm. because was she reincarnated as a child? 
Or was she reincarnated as a fully grown woman? Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, did she have a whole birth and adolescence and teenage dumb and adulthood now that she's, you know, a college student? Or did she just appear under a rock? Right. (laughs) Like, I don't, I need to know how it works. But maybe she was reincarnated in the future and then she was sent back and I don't know. Who knows? But anyway. If I'm reincarnated, I'm going to be like, bring me back at 28. Yeah, same. That's the age I want to be. Yeah, exactly. Not, (laughs) definitely not birth. You want me to go to (laughs) high school again? Absolutely not. That's not happening. (sighs) Anyway. So Chibi Moon says an important mission, and she's thinking to herself, she's not quite like the Pluto I used to know. She's stronger, grander. (laughs) And we get these images of, uh, well, Sailor Pluto, and then Sailor Pluto with Uranus and Neptune. And um, I just thought this was a cool detail. Uranus doesn't have a mouth in that panel. (laughs) I don't, (laughs) do you see that? (laughs) (laughs) Or she doesn't, rather. Yeah, Pluto and Neptune have it, but Uranus... Not at all. (laughs) Anyway. So then immediately through hearing all of this, experiencing all this, it's a lot, you know, it's overwhelming for sure. And Usagi starts to glow and transform into Princess Serenity. Neo Queen. Well, yeah. It's not quite Neo Queen Serenity. I wouldn't think because what do they say? Oh, yeah. One day you will reign as our queen. So I think this is technically Princess Serenity. She just puts the dress on. Okay. Yeah, she magically teleports the dress on her body. She gets the moon crescent glowing on her forehead, and all of the inner guardians are like, Sailor Moon? Oh my god, we can finally say that now. It's the inners and the outers. They're all here. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, there's only those planets, right? There can't oh, be yeah. another one. No. Anyway. <laughs> so they're seeing the newly transformed Princess Serenity. The outers see this and they just kneel before her. Because, oh, you know, they're, they're all about protecting Neo Queen Serenity. And Pluto says, we are pleased to make your acquaintance. And she's got her garnet rod in full bloom. Just looks so cool having... I just love that the outers have weapons. I know I've said that before. But, like, mm. I just think that's so fucking cool. Oh, yeah. Agreed. Women with badass weapons who can kill people? I'm there for it. Sign me up. Yeah, exactly. And then we get this image of uh, Usagi as Princess Serenity. Love the way that Naoko has layered this page and, like, sort of inked it. Um, Mm. It almost almost seems like the edges of the pages are stained with this uh, maybe a stamp that she has. Yeah, it's like a kind of blotting, isn't it, as well? Yeah, it's Kind of watercolor-esque. Watercolor, yeah. It's very watercolor-esque, the way that it's shaded and stuff it's beautiful so then pluto continues with princess serenity the woman who will oh it says princess serenity i didn't even realize that (laughs) um the woman who will one day reign as our new queen oh and then we get cutaways to all the outers ah i love it so we start with uranus kneeling down we get to see her cool ankle boots Mm -hmm. which are like a cross between jupiter's boots and like uranus's ballet slipper things they're layered really interestingly because they have little the kind of what's the I can't think of the word sorry I'm being distracted because my dog is barking (laughs) (laughs) Uh, they're just like yeah Sailor Uranus yes Haruka (laughs) they just they're huge Haruka stands oh they are as soon as you mentioned the name that was it they were off (laughs) 
<laughs> so anyway, uh, Yurna says, under the protection of the wind planet of the outer solar system, I am the guardian of the skies, Sailor Uranus. Yes, and then are. we get, uh, I know. Then we get Neptune. She's, of course, crouching. She's got her hand over her chest. And she says, under the protection of the ocean planet, also of the outer solar system, I am Sailor Neptune. And then we cut to Pluto. Uh looking so good with her dark skin and her beautiful green hair of course we can't see the green hair but we know it and it just she just looks so fucking cool i love pluto and she says and under the protection of the underworld planet i am sailor pluto we three are the guardians of the outer planets uh and all the inners are like oh shit they're coming for our gig huh oh they're coming for our gig Uh, they're like we're out of a job They kind of look more badass as well. I mean, you've got to be honest. They do. And the inner guardians are like, we're filing for unemployment. (laughs) We can't stack up. They can, but they They can, but the outers do look a bit more, you know, distinguished. Yeah. Uh, So then we get Pluto again, and she says, My princess, we are prepared to atone for our countless offenses in whatever way we must. Uh, But please understand that everything we do is to protect you and this planet. And so we beg your forgiveness. And of course, Usagi's like, what the fuck? (laughs) And all the other guardians are like, you know, they're worried about whether or not they're going to work at like Burger King next since they're unemployed now. Or, Mm. you know, they got, they're trying to figure other shit out. (laughs) Except for Minako. Minako probably probably already has like eight backup plans. So anyway, we get a little bit of backstory about the Outers, which I appreciate, because we've been wondering this entire time what the fuck is going on with the Outers, with Uranus, with Neptune, and we get a little bit of an explanation, not the full story, but, you know, what, we'll take what we can get. It's a start. So we get this really cool image of Neptune, uh, Pluto, and Uranus, and they all have their weapons. The Garnet Rod, the, uh, the Mirror, and the Sword. And I just love the way that's layered. I love the architecture in the background, the arches. Mm-hmm. Neoko, you did it again. Sorry. Oh, I'm burping. Anyway, so Pluto explains, we too have fought since ancient times. Our mission was to drive off invaders from the distant reaches of space, defending the silver millennium from afar. So basically, the outer guardians were the first line of defense, is what she's trying to say. So yeah. everything that happened in silver millennium was never supposed to happen because no one was supposed to get past the outers. Yeah, I mean, they wouldn't even like really know about it, they exactly so that's how strong i think that really showcases how powerful the evil is is that it got past because look how powerful we've seen especially uh uranus but all three of them together like think of how powerful the evil had to be to get past their defenses it's crazy So anyway, then we get this image of Silver Millennium. Super cute. <clears throat> and Pluto says, you, your highness, have been reborn into this world along with Silver Millennium. And thus, we too were given the promise of rebirth. And we get this image of the the inners all, you know, taking all this info in. And then we get an image of the Earth. And she says, and have awakened anew on this planet. But it would appear that we were too late. By the time we had fully awakened and were able to sense the threat, they were already among us, quietly taking root, building their nest in that stronghold. Mm. Of course, and then we get this image of uh, what looks like Magenzu, or Mugen Academy, probably. And Pluto says, this was our mistake. We left, we let the invaders slip through our defenses. So thank you, Pluto. Come 
coming in, teaching a class on what the fuck is going on. <laughs> right. I'm just looking at Mame's face, though, that, like, judgy look. And I'm like, don't you judge. <laughs> he does look don't very judgmental. Judge. You're right. Yeah, judge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does look a little judgy. Yeah. He really does. And I love I'm that image nice. of Princess Serenity. Oh, she looks so pretty. Usagi looks so great right there. But she's just wide-eyed, taking it all in. Mama is judging. Mama's like, oh, so y'all failed, huh? Y'all are failures, yeah, that's, huh? that's the exact look on his face. <laughs> He's like, oh, so y'all are failure force. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> Failure guardians. Not sailor force, but failure force. Yeah. (laughs) Failure guardians. Failure guardians. Oh no. Not failure guardians. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what Mama would say though. I feel like this is going to be a we're not impressed with him chapter. Oh, probably. Y'all know we like alternate. We do. (laughs) We alternate a lot. So anyway, I love that Venus is the first to call them out on their bullshit, or, you know, just to ask questions, Mm -hmm. because, you know, she's the leader of the inners. Um, And I don't know if this is going to be explicitly said. Um, I don't think it's in this chapter, but I I can't remember if it's going to be said in the future. But I've always perceived Uranus as the leader of the outers. Oh, same. Like, that's just what I would assume. Also, Mm -hmm. if if we're uh, stacking parallels on top of each other, we know that Venus really carries around, like, the moon sword a lot. And Mm -hmm. Uranus has the space sword. I mean, it just kind of makes sense. Yeah. Anyway. So, then Venus says, so where do the Deathbusters come from? And Neptune says, Deathbusters, is that what they call themselves? And we've never really seen this. We get a close-up of um, Neptune's collar, and it's like a, mm. almost looks like a sun, like a starburst or something. Yeah. It's really okay. pretty. I never noticed it before. But Neptune says, they come from another dimension, extraterrestrials trying to conquer our planet. And who is that? Is that Mercury? Short mm-hmm. hair. It looks like Mercury. Yes. I'm just yeah, okay. The- Age. Yeah. Ooh, so she. Or is it? Yeah, I think it's Mercury. Yeah. Because she Not had Marco just. Not Marco with a hair and a ponytail. No, because I think uh, it's Mercury because she had just come out of that seminar and she saw like oh. the model Cosmos. I think. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, and she would know about the. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll so we'll give it to her. Let her get some airtime. Uh, sorry, Kelly. <laughs> Oh, yes. Um, Mercury says the Tau Sar system. They said something about that. Is that where they're from? Pluto says yes, a distant region in time and space. And her garnet rod separates because, like the there's like a red garnet orb that's like the center of the 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 top of the rod, and it yeah. can come off. So it comes off. It starts to glow and hover above Pluto, as she says. They were drawn here by the immense power of this area. All of Magenzu Isle is enveloped in a tremendous aura that is filled with mysterious power. I suspect that is what attracted them to our world. And I love that panel of her, like, inspecting the Garnet Orb. Yeah. Again, the layered sort of stamping embossed images looks really great. And she says, there is a warping of space-time in this region. Whether they created it or found it, that seems to be their point of entry. We must eliminate the distortion and quickly. Or the invaders will just keep 
coming. And then Uranus says, and we have to get rid of her or she'll drive the planet to ruin. <laughs> and Usagi is like, her? And Uranus says, the one we are meant to destroy, our greatest enemy. We disguise ourselves as Mugen students. We were finally getting somewhere. We were so close. But someone and her friends had to come get in the way and we had to leave the school. Mm-hmm. So Haruka's pissed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so much so that Neptune looks over and she's like, Haruka! <laughs> yeah. Scalding her instantly. And uh, <laughs> Neptune says, we are very sorry to have dragged all of you into this. And Usagi says, that's okay. We're all guardians. We're in this together, aren't we? <laughs> uh, girl, have you been, uh, I don't know, alert the past five chapters? Hell no. <laughs> They're not, we're not oh, yeah. in this together. This I is not high school musical. No. Neptune says, but this is our fight. We have to take care of the Deathbusters ourselves. Please don't interfere. And Venus is like, but we can help. Oh yeah, Venus, go, go. Yes, go off. And Uranus says, you'll just get in the way. (laughs) And all the other girls are like, what? It's like, if I were them, especially if I were Minako, I'd be like, do you know how many enemies I've gotten rid of before y'all got here? Yeah. Because you failed to do your job at protecting the actual earth yeah true and they came here anyway and i kicked their fucking asses i'm kind of loving harika's sexy boss sass though (laughs) oh yeah i mean peg me anytime haruka (laughs) 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 oh god not me talking like that already (laughs) i know i can't help it she's she's just got this i don't this charm this like confidence that just radiates off of her and makes me like spit on me or something (laughs) (laughs) i don't care that you're a failure guardian spit on me haruka Mm -hmm. (laughs) anyway let's move on uh neptune says this isn't something any any of you can handle and usagi's like yes it is we fought plenty of bad guys before now we're sailor guardians too and i don't know exactly who says this but i'm gonna assume it's neptune because it sort of it seems like neptune continues the conversation sure we're gonna go with neptune why not says this isn't like before we have no idea what the death brusters really look like or how they're they've been carrying out their invasion besides we still have to fight our greatest enemy and none of you could ever beat her this is our jurisdiction except it's not so i don't know why i said that yeah if if y'all's mission is to protect threats before they get into like the inner atmosphere um number one you've already failed number two uh i guess it's our jurisdiction if they're here now (laughs) right so is that really an argument yeah this is closing (laughs) this is literal like close well not literal but this is like closing the uh the gate after the horse has bolted (laughs) right like mm. it's like well they're already here so you need to fall in line soldier that's what they need to do now they need to work together exactly Ugh. anyway so Usagi's thinking no because of course this doesn't make any sense to her either and she says so we can't even help and Neptune says your highness love that she starts off with being like oh let me just like pretend that you're in power and say your highness and (laughs) 
she says, Your Highness, we don't have a moment to lose. We can't afford to let anything slow us down. And then Mako is is not having any oh. of it. She snaps. Go off my baby. She says, What's that supposed to mean? You make it sound like we're just excess baggage. <laughs> and then uh is that Haruka? Yeah, I think that's Haruka. Says, Don't you get it? Now that we've left school, the enemy can track us down. They might come after us. Do you really want to put yourselves in that kind of danger? And I love that panel of Chibiusa like plugging her ears. She's like, oh, stop the fighting. Yeah. <laughs> and then we cut to this image of the Triangle Isles. Um, love that. I love seeing like the architecture and stuff. Mm. But um, Haruka says, we live in those condominiums. We have eyes on Magenzu at all times. We will not fail. No, we won't. We will make sure that she... Mm. And then she stops because she catches Usagi's gaze. Usagi's staring daggers into Uranus. Not mad, just like somber. Yeah. And Uranus starts to soften a little bit. And she says, don't look at me like that, princess. I never wanted to upset you. So I love that Uranus has a soft spot when it comes to Usagi. I just love it so much. <laughs> like, you know how people... Oh, I can't say that because we haven't met that character yet. <laughs> uh, well, I'll, I'll... You know that character that comes in... <laughs> <laughs> in the last arc right, that yeah. everyone ships Usagi with. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would much rather ship Haruka and Usagi. Oh, yeah. I will DM. I will DM. <laughs> Even though I feel like that's slight shade to Michiru because, you know, Michiru and Haruka are like an actual thing. <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry, but I, I'm shipping. And I hate to do it to a fellow Pisces like like Michiru, but... What's that couple name? What can we call them? Who, Michiru and Haruka or Haruka and Usagi? No, the proper ones. Oh, the proper ones. Oh, Harusagi, of course. Harusagi. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Usaka? Does that work? Haruka? It's a little close to Usako, and we know that's Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. I would just say, yeah, Harusagi. Sorry, I just, I got, I looked at Haruka and I got cast under a spell. Sorry. Um, But we're putting Pluto and uh, Mamo together anyway, aren't we? Oh yeah, that's fine. And then, oh, Michiru. (laughs) Michiru's all alone. (laughs) She looks like she could handle it. You know what? She's an introvert. She's fine. So then Neptune says, Your Highness, Uranus is both a man and a woman. (laughs) She is a guardian of both, with her attributes and strengths limited to neither. (laughs) So we we get this, I love that we get this further explanation, because, you know, Haruka's played with gender this entire time, especially when we thought that Haruka was male, and then Haruka was like, what does it fucking matter what I am? Like, I'm just Haruka. Um, and I just love that we get this sort of representation in, in the early 90s when this happened. Yeah, Paul actually mentioned the other day because he said to me, so he's like, I thought Haruka was a man, but it's a woman. And I said, well, mm-hmm. I, have to, I have to keep listening. And he's like, when was this written? Was it the early 90s? And I said, yeah. And he went, that's really forward thinking. Right. And I said, I know. It's great. It's, it's wonderful. And he said in Japan as well, like no shade, but. Oh, yeah, of course. But, you know. Like, I wonder if Naoko got any pushback from that. Mm. And she was like, no. Neptune and Uranus are a thing. They're both, they're, one of them is definitely female. One of them is sometimes female presenting and they're together and you're going to have to fucking get over it. Yeah, I love. Oh, we stand. We should have a little um, Google and see what we can find on how it was sort of taken. You know what, we should. Let's let's take a little quick Google. Y'all love a Google, right? Let's see. Uh, Haruka, Sailor Moon. 
Uh, I'm just going to type in backlash. Let's see if there was any backlash. Put gender backlash. Mm, there you go. Um, Hmm. Oh, here, here's some interesting stuff. Initial drawings of Haruka are softer and more feminine than they would later become. She was originally intended to be involved in an all-female, uh, I don't know what this is, Takarazuka review, uh, playing male roles on stage. Although this was not included in the series, Takeuchi stated in an interview that she feels, uh, the review is maximum level of feminine emancipation. These actresses cover all roles of the play, even the male ones. I was inspired by them to create Haruka. Mm. Huh. Oh, Haruka is relatively androgynous in the manga, wearing both feminine and masculine outfits in tune with the traditional depiction of a beautiful androgynous woman in sh- sh- shoujo comics. God, I couldn't say that. <clears throat> Interesting. Nothing about, like, the the reception, though. Oh, here we go. Reception and influence. There we go. Uh, popularity po- polls listed Haruka and Uranus as separate characters. In 1994, with 51 choices, Sailor Uranus was the sixth most popular character. Shit. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I'm not finding a whole lot. I don't know, but I found this bit that says her transformation scenes only show her female side, as it is still heavily frowned upon in Japan to draw male genitalia on any character who appears as an adult or late teen. And so far, every nude shot has also been drawn from her feminine side. Hmm. But in all other segments, her gender is addressed based on her choice and not by how anybody else feels about it. Interesting. Based Basically, all of this to say is that I feel like if uh, this came out today, Mm. I feel like Haruka would be probably like non-binary, either non-binary, either she would identify as neither or she would identify as both. Yeah. I feel like. And especially in this text, it seems like she sort of identifies as both. Um, And, but they keep saying she as her pronouns. I'm going to keep she, but I feel like she would also, I feel like she would accept he, they, or she pronouns. Yeah, I think depends how she sort of wants to represent herself at that time yeah i agree anyway we love a little history lesson look at us go so then we get this image of the three outer guardians and i'm not sure who is talking uh but considering that neptune doesn't have a mouth i'm gonna say it's not her uh so i'm gonna give it to pluto her turn to not have a mouth this time exactly so pluto says each of us has special abilities that none of you will ever have we have been granted greater powers and stronger magical tools. Let us handle this. Wow. I mean, you got us there, girl. Y'all have the weapons, so mass destruction. We love it. And then Mamaru, as Tuxedo Mask, of all people to combat this, he says, wait, tell us more about this greatest enemy. What is she like? Is she that powerful? And Neptune, is it Neptune who says my prince? I feel like that would be Pluto. I feel like it would be Pluto, but it looks like it's pointing towards Neptune, so. It is, you're right. I see it now. It is pointing to Neptune. Anyway, so Neptune says my prince, and he says, and your stronger tools, are they the three talismans that will guide us to the dawn of destruction? And then Ray chimes in, because we know that both Ray and Mamoru have been feeling the psychic effects of the mm. talismans. They've been getting the dreams. So Mars says, the fire has been giving me ominous messages for a long time now, warning me not to assemble the talismans. Your weapons are talismans, but what are they really for? What is your mission? And then <clears throat> I'm going to say... Uranus says the reason we have these talismans and our ultimate mission 
mission is to obliterate our greatest enemy, the God of Ruin. <gasps> oh. Once again, we're getting this God of Ruin motif. We don't know what it's all about. Well, we do, but y'all don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I love this image of where they're all thinking, God of Ruin? And we see all of them, especially Usagi in the Princess Serenity dress. Oh, it's a beautiful, beautiful drawing. And so then we cut to, I'm assuming the next day? The next yeah. morning? You got the little cheap cheeps. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. Thank you. Yes, you're right. We're at the Tsukino household. It's the next morning. And Luna's doing one of her favorite pastimes, reading the newspaper, or the newspaper, yeah. as we say around here. <laughs> And she's reading an article about Soichi Tomoe that it's an article that says, Series of Student Disappearances at Mugen Academy. Who is responsible? And then Luna's reading, and it says, Body found at Mugen Botanical Gardens. Gardens closed Bay Development on hiatus. So what body was found? Yeah. Because it wasn't Telu. She was obliterated. Yeah. So, oh, maybe it was uh, the class president. Oh, no. Is he dead? Oh, he might be dead. Who cares? Uh, anyway. <laughs> Not me skirting past the murder. It's one of the um, sheeple cut from the One head. of the sheeple, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so Luna's thinking, what will be the Deathbusters next move? What are Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto going to do about it? And what even is a god of ruin? And then uh, I love this chapter because Luna's does both of her pastimes, mm -hmm. which is the newspaper and jumping on people's heads. She jumps yeah. <laughs> on Kenji Papa's head as he's reading the newspaper and he's like, like oh and uh he's reading so the mad scientist is making headlines again and we get this image of soichi again and uh usagi walks in she's got a mug of i'm assuming tea uh in her hand and she'll be using diana and in the background they're all coming into the kitchen oh, she's got a little mug of tea as well i think oh she does you're right Very cute oh so cute so usagi's like you know him and daddy <laughs> i wasn't gonna say it <laughs> wasn't gonna do it <laughs> but I can't, I can't do it i can't deal with it we've already done enough i talked about uranus pegging me i can't do it anymore <laughs> so kenji says he was a world famous genetic engineer about seven or eight years ago but if i remember right he published some research that crossed a line and got himself banned from academia and then there's this little aside of him saying i'm a magazine editor i know everything yeah. So do you know that your wife is pissed that you're, quote unquote, at the office really late? Yeah. Not our head game that's coming back in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also at the office. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then we cut to the Crown Game Center. Specifically, well, it looks like they're not in the moon layer, it, but they are. They definitely are. They've got to be. Yeah. Because those high-tech computers would not be at. Matoki is too busy trying to uh, rebuild his life. He ain't got time for all these computer <laughs> computers going around. <laughs> um, so unfortunately... Unfortunately, we're with Mamaru, um, and he's he's researching and says, I tried everywhere, but there's no data of Professor Tomoe's past anywhere. I finally found something when I managed to access some academic websites. And so this is picture of Soichi. It says access okay. He hits okay. And it says Soichi Tomoe, life work, super life forms. I feel like we've researched this guy a lot, though. Yeah. You know and I mean? like, he's popped up on True. LinkedIn, and then we found that <laughs> book 
drink with him in and they don't seem to get any further no they're just like oh look he's here oh look he's there huh anyway what are you guys doing for dinner like yeah they just completely blow past it yeah <sighs> anyway and he so he uses the same picture as well for all his it does <laughs> the stock image of yeah Saweetie. it's like oh this, this is a good picture of me i'm just going to use it across all my social media <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Not been guilty of that. Oh no, same. <laughs> um, so all the girls are there, including uh, Artemis and Luna. Everyone's here, except for, of course, the outers aren't, because, you know, they work on their own accord. Um, and so they're all like, life works super life forms. And then they're reading more about what this access page says. And it says, he was banned from academia six years ago after performing several unethical genetic manipulation experiments on animals. He sold his experimental data and secrets to corporate entities and brought up the Mugen district. Two years later, a big fire broke out during construction in the district and his wife, Keiko. Keiko? Keiko? I think it's Keiko. Yeah, I think so. Keiko? Who cares? Uh... His wife, Kiko, 32, deceased. So she died in the fire. And daughter, Hataru, 8, critically injured. Look how cute she looks. I know. It it has pictures of uh, Keiko and Hataru. And, oh my god, Hataru looks so... So yeah, she was 8 when she was injured. And now I'd say she's about 12? That's what I would say. Because we know she's in middle school. Or like late elementary school for Japan. So I think she's like... 12 okay. um 11 maybe maybe 11 yeah yeah she's bad. a little bit older than jibby so we knew that much so anyway um after that uh Mamari was still talking i guess and he says after that the professor disappeared from the public eye and a beautiful shot of usagi and shibiusa and little diana in the background oh so cute and then uh luna says hey shibiusa i want you to keep an eye on hataru and look at diana looking up at luna right there oh my mm. god oh precious little baby uh luna continues with as guardians our job is to explore the enemy's territory uncover their true identity and eliminate them and the dogs agree apparently i hear them in the background oh well can you even i can't (laughs) they're like hell yeah hell yeah it's not back yet calm down love it so then we get the shot of all the girls oh it's fine we're keeping it in i think it's great (laughs) so all the girls are looking at this and um luna continues with an alien invasion is happening right under all of our noses we must stop it at all costs and i do think the professor tomoe is connected to all of this somehow it's a dangerous job and i know it might be hard on you but can you do it of course this is all addressed to chibiusa and chibiusa is like thinking to herself as a guardian Mm -hmm. and so she's like you know she's freshly she's freshly able to transform and she's got to take on this huge mission and responsibility thanks to luna now so it's a lot of responsibility but you know what she says she's ready to take it in stride she's ready to go and so she says i'll do it i want to help i'll do my best and i just love chibiusa chibiusa being so uh, so adamant and stuff it's just so good okay so then we Mm. cut to of course somewhere a little sinister the aforementioned evil atrium we're back at the enemy territory yes and we get this image of the tyron crystal tyrone crystal tyron it's both i've been interchanging them who cares yeah 
Um, and this is Master Pharaoh 90 talking, so I guess I gotta do some voice acting. Haven't practiced this at all. Um, George, yeah, just put the accidental filter on, because I'm gonna fuck up. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) All right, great. So he says, ah, the Tyrone crystal, our source of life. See how it wastes away. Quickly, we must procure its replacement. This paltry human hostia. It's, it is depleted all too quick. If I am to revive, I need the light within the infinite power. The one that so resembles the Tyrone crystal. I must have that light. Lights of planetary protection. Assemble if you must. <laughs> I will erase you and your so-called destruction. I find finally found a suitable place to live in. I will not let anyone have to. There we go. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> and um, all the images that we're seeing is we get this close-up of the Tyrone crystal, and it's sort of this double in I almost said double-ended dildo. Because uh, <laughs> that's what it looks like. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> now you being like, hi. <laughs> but it looks okay, so we've only really seen half of it a lot but it looks like this column and at the base (laughs) of it (laughs) at the base of it it's got like these flares and then at the top of it not at the tippy top but around sort of the top of it it's got more flares like these little wings yeah say it's a very interesting looking crystal that's like the base base. (laughs) i'm so glad this is a an nsfw podcast <laughs> it just is. Hey, look, there's nothing wrong with it. Self care. <laughs> it is. You know what? You're right. Nothing to be ashamed of. Um, but then we get this image of Master Pharaoh 90, aka good old Starburst Eyes, because we know Starburst Eyes means you're the ultimate evil. Oh, yeah. Um, and then we just get some really cool textural patterns um, over the dialogue, like some fragmented glass looking stuff, some swirling water stuff. Just looks really cool. So then we see um, the reflecting pool, and there's multiple like starburst lights in the reflecting pool. And we cut to Kaolinite, because of course she's, you know, surveying the reflecting pool. She's always looking back to it, and she's thinking, the lights are rapidly coming together, drawn here by the aura of this land. Something is about to happen. And then she's like, <gasps> three new lights of planetary <gasps> protection, a bad oh. omen. These lights are stronger than any I've seen before, because th- three of the lights in within the pool start to uh, shine really really bright and she says are these the wielders of the three talismans because she gets images of Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto Nice. and of course they're all wielding their talismans mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like are we already on the path to ruin is it too late to turn back and then the reflecting pool splashes about and like the images are disrupted as we've seen it done for and Kaolinite's thinking they always disturb my reflecting pool these swirling celestial lights emanating from the sailor gardens how can they be so intense or are these disturbances an effect of the power released as the land's abnormal aura grows larger master pharaoh 90 what if we are the ones who have been trapped in this holy land ensnared by the omega area's abnormal aura and the intense lights of planetary protection what if we are the ones who will not escape Mm. so she's already sort of second guessing what's going on in the fact that she wants to save her own fucking ass she doesn't want to die for this cause no she wants it to come to fruition but she doesn't 
someone to die for it. Oh, yes. Not cookie. So um, then we hear a gasp as someone says, Kaori. And uh, I don't know if this was a transitional scene or if she was just thinking back on this. She was probably thinking back to when she was at a reflecting pool. Um, It wasn't very clear in Crystal either. So I I don't have any help there. Um, But she, she was holding something and it shatters on the floor. And she's like, sorry, Professor. I was lost in thought. So I think she was just thinking back on it. Um, and of course, here's Professor Tomoe, and he says, your job is to eliminate those toxic sailor guardians the master is so fond of. That is the only thing you should be thinking about, because you and your minions can't possibly hope to make all of the master's wishes come true. Mm-hmm. And she starts to get the blush lines. She does not like being talked to like that. And then Professor Tomoe is looking with his medallion eye. He's looking at like a vial of some sort of chemical. And he says, I too have taken an interest in this light that supposedly has power similar to that of the Tyrone crystal. But I have my research. When you waste our soldiers, you waste our eggs. Do not try to make the master angry. And then (laughs) does he leave? I think he leaves. Yeah, because it's it's got like a door shutting. Yeah, he shuts the door and Kaolinite slams down a couple of beakers. She's pissed. Mm-hmm. And she's thinking, he has no idea what I've been through. How hard I've been working. And in the background there's a little girl with a braid. Yay. And she says, Kaolinite. And Kaolinite turns to her and she says, Cyprine, it falls on you to clean up the disgraceful mess the others have left behind. So this is Cyprine. Uh, I really wish it was Cyprin. Um, Wait, it is Cyprin. I said it wrong. <laughs> I have a, I have a written note that says it's Cyprin, not Cyprin. <laughs> So it is Cyprin. My bad. So Cyprin, she has like one of those lab coats over her outfit, but she's wearing this like, she's got a black star choker because of course she does. Yeah. And she's wearing this like uh, striped black top. That's what it looks like as of right now anyway. And she says, as the last of the witches five, I, Cyprin, will not fail to eliminate the Sailor Guardians and harvest their exquisite hostia. And I will find the light that so closely resembles the Tyron crystal and bring it to you. I know that will please Master Pharaoh 90. And Kaolinite holds up what suspiciously looks like Hataru's amulet. Perhaps <laughs> it's a shard of the Tyron crystal. And she says, it is in your hands. And she hands it over to Cyprin and Cyprin takes it and she says, but first, the files on the campus computers have been altered. Two students have erased their school records and vanished. It shouldn't be possible for anyone to escape our academy. And we get these images of, of course, Haruka and Michiru because their cover has been blown. And Kaolinite says, they would have been perfect vessels, but they are dangerous contaminants. And then she's thinking, wait, could they be? So she she's probably thinking back to the lights that she saw in the reflecting pool. Yeah. New planetary power. And she's like, oh shit. Yeah. Is it them? Yeah. And she says, they cannot go unpunished. Find them and eliminate eliminate them and uh, before we cut to the Sikino household because that's where we go next but I love this little side image of that Naoko I guess had drawn of early concepts of Michiru and Haruka oh yeah and they're really cute it just shows the, you know, their age Haruka's an Aquarius Michiru's a Pisces they're 16 respectively um, and uh, Haruka's drawn uh, femininely <coughs> for yes. a change oh bless you thank you 
And it just says that they're always together, blah, blah, blah. I won't bore you with the details. It's just cool to see early images like that. Yeah. And it says November 93. Yeah, from the early concept drawing board. Love to see it. So like I said, we cut to the Sakino household, specifically with uh, our pinky girl, Chibiusa. We love her. Oh, I know. Look at that little... Uh, I love her. And... (laughs) I just love that it starts with, I love milk. Next I know, hour. that's the bit. <laughs> so cute. Oh. Uh, and she says, Ikuka mama, I'm going to see a movie with everyone after school today. So I'll be getting home late. And of course, here comes Usagi. And she's like, oh, lucky. What you gonna see? A cartoon? And Shibuya says, not telling. And takes a <laughs> swig of her milk. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, so good. I know. And then Usagi's like, don't tell me it's Mamo. So who are you uh, going with, you little? <laughs> and Chibiusa looks so cute right there. And she's like, actually, I got a phone call from Hataru. She asked me to go to the movies with her. Uh, Hataru, my sweet baby angel. So then we get this like little flashbacks to uh, when Chibiusa got the phone call. And mm-hmm. uh, Hataru's on the other end. And she's like, Chibiusa? And Chibiusa says, Hataru. And uh, I love that image of Hataru on the phone. It's so pretty. And there's like uh, dandelions around her. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Oh my God. And Hataru says, would you like to go to the movies? I mean, it doesn't have to be a movie, but would you like to go somewhere with me? You can invite all your friends. I just love that she's like, she's so uh, cautious in asking Chibiusa. Like she's worried that she's going to say no. Mm. And then she's like, well, you can bring your other friends too. And uh, I relate so much to this <laughs> like i love her so much um and then it cuts back to the present and chibiusa says i can't believe she actually called me i oh. wonder if she wants to talk about me talk to me about something and she's like hopefully i can ask her about the professor and she just looks so cute and usagi's like hmm and then uh kenji papa walks by with what is he holding in his hand but <laughs> the legendary holy grail <laughs> And he's like, hey, Chibiusa, this is really pretty. What is it? Um, And she says, uh, right, this is, Usagi wouldn't call him Kenji Papa. Yeah, so that's Chibiusa. No, she she calls him Daddy. uh, (laughs) It hurts me. (laughs) Daddy Moon. Uh, But yeah, Chibiusa says, oh, Kenji Papa, it's the legendary Holy Grail. Usagi and Mamo made it for me. Oh, if I would have read it, I would have known that it was Chibiusa. But I think I was just distracted because it's a beautiful picture of Usagi. And I was thinking that she said it. But anyway. And then, oh, look at that cutaway panel to Kenji. He's like, Usagi and Mamo! (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Daddy Moon's a little little upset that his his little girl is spending time with the boy. Well, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, yeah. mm. I just love how mad he is. It's so cute. Um, but Chibi, oh, that that image of Chibiusa with the wink and the finger up. Ugh. And she says, do you know what the Holy Grail is, Kenji Papa? You see, it's a special cup they use in sacred rituals. They drink wine or holy water from it. And sometimes Gordon's gin. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, look at, and then we cut away to Diana and Luna and cute little Diana. It's like, small lady is really starting to act like a guardian, isn't she? And Luna's like, she really is. I know, it's really cute. So Usagi's looking out the window and she's standing there with Ikuko. I'm assuming they're all in the kitchen. And um, Usagi says, oh, it looks like it's going to rain again today, which I love this art. I fucking love this art. (laughs) All the rain. And Ikuko says, the weather just never gets any better. Better, does it and um, then she misspoke she should have said it's never better 
I know, right? And she's looking up at the dark sky and she says, it's been dark and gloomy all day, every day lately. Love it. Oh, I wonder what's causing it. Such awful weather. Oh, shut up. Yeah, shut up. This is our moment. This is our moment. Let us have it. Um, So then we cut to, I guess, the Triangle Isles, maybe downtown at the Triangle hmm. Isles. Sure. And we cut to like some movie posters. This is presumably the movie theater that Chibiusa was talking about. And uh, we get some ding-dongs. The Wraith is here. Some murmurs. Mm-hmm. People are talking about the Wraith. And they're like, he's a shit killer. Even though today we had toxic bubbas on Dead by Daylight. Ugh, don't. <sighs> I won't bring it up. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> so then we hear Chibiusa, the movie is starting. And who is it but Kayusuke, Momo, and I forgot the other guy. <laughs> oh, God. What is his name? Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, God. Hold on. I'm I'm going to the Sailor Maga pod uh, on Instagram, and it'll tell me because I listed his name. His name is Serrano, of course. Serrano. Mm. No, I wouldn't have, I never would have remembered that. Oh, I, I was like, not Umino. <laughs> like, he looked like Umino. Yeah, he's a mini Umino. Uh, but anyway, uh, so they're they're basically saying the movie's ready, but Hataru's not there yet. And Chibius is thinking, Hataru's not here. We've almost waited an hour. I wonder what's keeping her. And then, uh, like such a good friend, Chibiusa says, you guys go on in. And she decides that she's going to call Hataru and see where she's at. So she's like, she's not like, fuck it, let me go watch the movie. She's like, mm. let me check on Hataru. So she goes over to a payphone, a nearby payphone. If y'all don't know what a payphone is, basically <laughs> they're these phones on the street that you used to have to use back in oh, the day. Gosh, yeah. <laughs> You need to, uh, like, wipe them down as well before you... Oh, God, yeah. They're not COVID-friendly at all. That's for damn sure. No. Um, and then there's this little bubble where it's like, this is my own personal phone number of Hataru. So Hataru has previously given Chibiusa her phone number. And Chibiusa's thinking, I'm calling her room, but no one's picking up. What if she passed out again? Maybe that's why I can't reach her. And <clears throat> uh, that panel of her with her book bag on, looking so worried about Hataru. It's so cute. <laughs> So instead of staying at the movie theater, enjoying the movie with Kayusuke, Serrano, and Momo, she decides, I'm going to go check on Hataru. I'm just too worried about her. So it's stormy, it's dark, it's cold. Chibiusa doesn't have a jacket, but she makes her way to uh, Hataru's place. She's thinking, it's kind of cold here, and look at all those dark clouds. And we see her approaching the Tomoe Research Institute, and I still love that that's how Chibiusa gets in. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just think it's funny. And then we cut to Hataru and Professor Tomoe. And we're about to get into the reveal. We're about to get into the reveal! Oh, I know. So, Um. Professor Tomoe, I know I'm trying to steal myself. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That joke will make sense in a minute. (laughs) He says, how do your new parts feel? And Hataru says, they're fine, Papa. I'm getting used to them. And he says, I used our newly developed cells and neurons. And all the materials and receptors are the latest models. You shouldn't be having any more of those accidents. So he leaves, he shuts the door, and Hatari's thinking, I need to hurry. I hope Chibiusa didn't go home. I can't believe it got to be so late. And then we get this image, dear listeners. Yeah. We get this image of, because if you 
remember, Hataru's been covered up. She says she's got scars. She yes. never wears short sleeves. We never see her arms. But in this image, we see one of her arms. And it's what looks like skin, but in mm-hmm. the crook of her elbow, or is that what you call it? The back of her elbow? Yeah. The crook in the arm, sure. There's wires and metal. Mm. She's literally heavy metal Hataru now. Yeah. <laughs> And then we get this image of her, like, moving her arm, and we see, even more so, um, these wires and machinery inside of her her arms. And they're all kind of blended into the muscle and the, the sinew. Exactly. And it's like Terminator. Ex- it's perfect Terminator description. Terminator yes. And Chibiusa comes up to the window, and she happens to see this. And Chibiusa and Hataru lock eyes, and Hataru looks horrified. Mm. And then we get this image, I'm going to (laughs) cry, of Hataru in, like, her her leisure wear. And we see, like, her her machine arm. And she's like, Chibiusa? Why am I actually going to (laughs) cry? I just feel for her so much. I know. Why am I emotional? Okay. Wow. High emotions. Anyway. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) y'all. So Chibiusa says, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. That's a throwback to uh, embarrassing stories. Go check out that episode of Bitches Brew. Um, and she's like, I, I should have knocked first. And Chibiusa hightails it the fuck out of there. And as she's running away, Hatari's like, Chibiusa! And then she's instantly hit with another one of her pain attacks. Yeah. And she falls to the floor. She's like holding on to the drapes. She slides down to the floor. And she's like, not another fit. And then we get a flashback. Uh, let's just take a moment. Because like, yeah. I look it was about to start crying. I know. <laughs> I just like Bless feel. You. I just. I. She's my favorite, and like yeah. I just feel so deeply for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, okay. <clears throat> so we get the flashback. The flashback starts with a burning building, flames oh, everywhere. Man. It's really hot. It's really intense, and we see this woman reaching out, and she screams for Hataru. And Hataru's like, Mama, it's so hot. And then Hataru wakes up. This is still flashback. Hataru wakes up and she's like, Papa? And he says, good morning, Hataru. Are you awake? How do you feel? And she wakes up and we see an image of one of her arms that is, you know, like you said, the the breakdown of metal and muscle mm. and skin tissue. And we see that her legs are also like this. And we can see the, the wires and um, connectors of her legs, of, but they're machines. And she's like, what is this? And then we cut back to the present. We, we we flop a little bit to get the story, but Hataru's thinking back. I didn't want anyone to know my secret about my cold, bloodless body. Oh. Ugh. And she's like, so I kept it to myself. Papa was always so busy with his research. I thought I was just going to die like this, all alone. I thought as a symbol of our friendship, maybe I could give mine to Hataru. Oh, wait, that was Chibiusa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she's, she's, I read that way wrong. She thought she was going to die alone. And we see this image. I love that image of her crying. Oh. She's thinking back to when Chibiusa said that, that yeah. she was going to give her the Holy Grail, right? Yes. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, because um, who'd given her, what's his name? I'm really crap with names. Oh, yeah. Kayusuke gave Kayusuke, uh, a pinholder right. to yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, he did. But, yeah. And then she, yeah, she wanted to right. give hers to Hitari. Right. And um, so she's thinking back to when she heard that. And then she says to herself, I finally made a friend, but now is just surviving really worth living in this body? Is there any reason for me to be alive? And she starts to cry. And I just... <laughs> I love her so much. I just want to reach into the pages of this manga and like give her a hug. (laughs) My poor baby. But it doesn't stop there, y'all. Because Hataru back in the present starts to feel an incredible pain in her forehead. (laughs) Incredible pain. She's overcome with this pain. It's stronger than anything she's felt before. She's like, my forehead, it feels like it's on fire. She's grasping at it. And then (gasps) who's outside the window but fashion icons? Michiru Haruka and Setsuna. They look mm. fucking fly as shit in these outfits. Oh, yeah. Uh, Michiru's in like this crossed top. It's got like laces across the top. Very, um, uh, Mako. It, exactly. It looks like Mako's uh, school uniform a little bit. Yeah, she's channeling her, her vibe. She's like, yeah, I'm down. <laughs> yes. And she's got like a long skirt on. Haruka's got like a cross necklace and she's wearing long sleeves and a short skirt. Setsuna's got shades um, like on her shirt, hanging off her shirt. She's in like a white and black color blocked outfit with little shorts underneath. Fashion queens. I mean, they might be the failure guardians, but they're not failure on fashion, honey. No, definitely not. And so Hataru looks at them. She's frightened by them. She says, "Who? who's there? And she says, are you deaf? Are you here to take me away? And they just stare at her. <laughs> they don't say a goddamn thing. I know, but look at Haruka's necklace. It's like giving me like Madonna 1980. Uh, oh my God, yes. Very much so. Mm. Like a like a prayer vibes. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, that was the 90s, wasn't it? I was thinking. Oh, it was, that, wasn't it? But My no, bad. it's very like a prayer. Yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> oh, God, I love that song. That's the song for, for this, this episode. Definitely. Um, so Hatari says, why are you looking at me like that? I don't want your pity. And she slams the window shut. Or no, she chucks the her amulet, which looks just like the shard of uh, the Tyrone crystal that mm-hmm. Kaolinite gave Cyprin. Chucks it out the window and... I guess the other guardians, they like, they're looking at it. It's drawn really weird. I don't know if they're like fading away or what. Yeah, I feel like they're fading. Yeah, it's really weird. So then uh, I guess they leave her alone is basically what happens. And Hatari's like, it hurts my forehead. There's someone inside me. Someone trying to get out, trying to c- take control of me. And then we cut back to Chibiusa. So, oh, my my girl Hataru is going through it. Uh, but we cut to Chibiusa. She's running away from, you know, after seeing Hataru's machine body, machine limbs. And she's like, what did I do? I don't think she wanted me to see that. And she thinks back to seeing the machine arms. She's like, I was just so startled. What did I do? And then she thinks back to when Hataru said, I was in an accident a long time ago. I have a lot of scars. And then Chibiusa stops running and she thinks, I ran away. Did I hurt her feelings? And then it starts to rain and but not just rain because chibi is like is this hail at this time of year 
Oh, love. I know. It's starting to hail. But as the hail is hitting her, she gets a shock. And she's like, I'm going numb. I can't move. There's something weird about this hail. So something a little sinister about this hail is happening. And then we cut to Mamoru and Usagi, who I guess are going on a little date night, we'll say. And uh, (laughs) he says, it's hailing. And Usagi says, we better hurry home, Mamo. Yuck. And then who do they stumble across? But of course, Chibiusa, because convenient. That was lucky, yeah. Yeah, very. And they're like, Chibiusa! So then we get this shot of, uh, I'm assuming, Mugen Academy. And we get Haruka, is um, with this image of Haruka and like the three uh, condominiums that are named after all of them in the background. Super cool. And Haruka's like, the dark clouds around Mugen Academy are spreading. And <clears throat> Haruka's up on, basically up on the roof of Tenozu, is basically what I'm imagining and trying to remember from the mm-hmm. Crystal episode. And an image, appear, someone appears in front of her and she's like huh and they say mugen academy runaway haruka tenno i found you so this is cyprin and we get to see her full outfit i fucking stand so first of all to give you a little idea of what cyprin looks like she's got um (sighs) she's (laughs) she's got blue hair right she's the blue one right uh yeah i think i can't remember should i google it so i don't say the wrong thing yeah i'm googling it all right it's not coming up for some reason. No, why is it not coming up for me? I'm there we go. Yeah, she's the blue How one. How did you spell Got her name? It. Uh, it's C Y P R I N E. Oh, I found yeah, it. She, I found but it. I found it. Yeah, she's the blue one. All right. <clears throat> so she's got uh this beautifully rich blue hair, and it's parted all the way to one side because she's mm-hmm. got a braid that crisscrosses oh. to her shoulder. It's awesome. awesome. And her outfit. Favorite. I know, right? And her outfit is like it's sort of ballerina esque. Yeah, it's almost. Um, it's like it's yeah it's almost braided as well yeah like she's got um ribbons down her thighs and then ribbons down like her calves and legs or uh ankles into these super cute high heel boots and she just she's got the black star medallion choker thingy on she just looks boss as shit and we should also mention she appears on like the railing of the roof like not on the roof on the railing of the roof yeah, I know but look at the way she's balancing on it like a ballerina balancing exactly oh my god look at us making all these connections and them working in our favor we'd love to see it yeah so then <laughs> without a second thought Cyprin attacks the shit out of Haruka oh I know I kind of I'm a <clears throat> Oh, I'm a Saiyan. Because we see that we see now that this is Haruka's balcony. Cyprin shoves Haruka through the um the balcony door, shatters the glass, shoves her all the way into her apartment. And of course, Michiru and Setsuna are were already in the apartment. I know, but it's just like these two like amazing just Ugh. queen women mm-hmm. just going at it. I'm I love it. I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little bit turned on right now. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so we get these images of Michiru and Setsuna, and Setsuna looks fucking incredible. Yeah. Like her dark skin. I just, ugh, I love her. So they both scream after Haruka, and then we cut to Haruka, and she's like, ugh, 
or she says, grr. <laughs> grr. And then she says, I knew you'd come for me, Deathbusters. And then immediately she throws her hand up and says, She doesn't fucking hesitate. No hesitation between Cyprin or Haruka. Oh, God. She throws her hand up and says, Uranus planet power make up, bitch. And then uh, <laughs> <laughs> Neptune and Pluto arrive. So they, they transformed as soon as they saw Haruka get blasted through the goddamn apartment and neptune's like uranus and uh uranus is like ne- or wait yeah yeah and they're like yeah. neptune pluto and then cyprin says new sailor guardians shielded by planetary protection so you reveal yourselves <laughs> so the battle is about to commence but first we cut to the crown game center <laughs> where artemis and luna are i guess they got a detection up on the monitors of yeah, evil or like, battle whatever <laughs> yeah exactly they got um anything he- heated heated saucer <laughs> oh i know oh uh they've got heated saucers of milk to keep them up all night you know oh. <laughs> i would make them sleep though yeah, i bet that's that what true. luna Good wants point. so she's like i'm not getting into that, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm not getting into that again laces it with a sleeping tablet <laughs> Oh my god, I love that. Uh, so Luna says, Artemis, look at the monitor. And they see Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto, and Cyprin about to battle. I love how they've just got cameras. Like, they can just pick all, all over the place. Particularly for these new guardians that we've literally just found out. Mm-hmm. I guess it just reads magical in- output, and it, like, mm-hmm. it's magic. I'm just, We're just gonna go with magic. Okay. <laughs> so anyone? So anyone? So anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> There we go. Artemis is like, because he hears a clatter. And I don't really know why. I guess the girls busted in. Because Luna's like, everyone? Oh, yeah, they did. The girls busted in because they look like they've been uh, pelted by the hail. Mm. We've got Minako, Ami, Ray, and Mako. And Minako says, Luna, Artemis, it's bad. The whole town. First it started hailing. Then suddenly everybody in town was trying to kill each other. Okay, no. Escalated quickly. Very quickly. Because we get these images of the townspeople literally taking boards of wood against <laughs> their other people's skulls. I know, it's a but riot. You know, what, I, what I thought at first <laughs> is that woman uh, holding up the thing. I thought she was like fighting the hail off. <laughs> That would be so much better if she was like like swinging it like it was a baseball bat and like pelting yeah. the hail back into the sky. That exactly. would be incredible. Like going for a high <laughs> run, like take that. <laughs> She's like, take that, Mother Nature, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. But then on you know second glance, I realized that she's trying to stove that man's head in, which is completely normal. <laughs> exactly. Only the sheeple of Juban, am I right? Uh, right. So then Ami or no Luna says Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto are fighting the enemy in the sky above Magenzu, and we get this image of Ami and Ray looking Florida shit. And then Mako says, "We don't need to help them." Oh. <laughs> yes. Mako's like, I'm shade. over it. She's we, don't like, to, we don't need no. to help them. Yeah, we don't need to help them. Yeah, they're fine, right? She's they like, so fine. do y'all want dinner? Like, I'm gonna start cutting up the peas or the carrots and the peas. Like, y'all good? Yeah. Like, she she's over it. But love, um, fucking love her. Oh, so good. But then Usagi and Chibiusa come by, and they're like, "Come on, let's go." Mm, okay. Ugh, I know. And Minako's like Usagi, and Usagi says, "We are going to help them and the people in town." So she's like, "This is not up for fucking discussion." 
question. Get your asses in line. We're doing this. I'd and be, I kind of love I'd that. Be like, I know, but I know <laughs> that I'd be like Marco. I'd just be like, I oh, yeah, I'm cool. I just like sit oh, down, yeah, same. Click, click the Netflix button and be like, <laughs> I would I would confirm yes for like Netflix is on in the background. It's like, are you still watching? And I would hit yes. And I'd be like, anyway. <laughs> Yeah, they're fine. Don't worry about it. They said they were fine, so I'm sure they're fine. And see, I'm just a petty bitch, and I'd be like, exactly. They they said we would get in the way, so I'm gonna stay here. I'm just helping them out by yeah. They're welcome. Millions of friends for the fiftieth time. (laughs) Right. I'm like, I'm turning on Shit's Creek. Bye. Oh yeah, that's better. (laughs) So anyway, uh, Usagi turns to Chibiusa and she says, Chibiusa, the fighting could get really vicious. I don't want you getting hurt, so stay here. Which is sweet, but also y'all put her on a mission. Y'all might as well let her fight yeah didn't they say that they wanted to yeah Yeah, so whatever um and uh chibius is like usagi and usagi winks at her looking super cute and says we got this mamo take care of chibiusa (laughs) so she even she even put mamo on the bench and she said sit the fuck down we got this (laughs) yeah you babysit and uh... i'm gonna go save the world bye Mama's gonna take care of it. Um, in fact, it's baby music because it's his daughter. Exactly. Fucking children, but this yeah. isn't babysitter. This is you just you know doing your fucking job, being yeah. responsible. I know. Just oh, side rant. Just it really just grinds my gears when mm-hmm. men at work say, "Oh, I can't come out, so I've got to babysit my kids." And so you're not fucking babysitting. That's not babysitting. You're raising and looking after your kids. Oh, anyway, sorry. Oh my god. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. That's garbage. And these are people out here in their thirties as well. It's like, what the fuck? Why have you not learned? You know, come on. Like, just say I've got to watch my kid. Yeah. Or you know, something like that. Like, you don't babysit your own children. Children. No. Ugh, anyway. Other children, but not your own. It's just called being a father. Anyway, exactly. sorry. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, it's the fine. It's fine. <laughs> okay, so then we cut back to the battle uh, between Cyprin and the Outers. Oh, yeah. And Cyprin says, I am Cyprin, level 999 oh, of Mugen Academy's professional witch training class. This is and the highest n- that we've had. This we? is 100% the highest. Mm-hmm. And no one can escape my magic and she looks fucking killer right there i love it mm. she, she like crosses her arms and then she says ribbon buster so the ribbons i just picture the ribbons that are on her sort of detach and they go out <gasps> to like strangle them oh yeah because i just think that's a cool image <laughs> so uh uranus neptune and pluto are are like you know let's say being choked by these ribbons they can't get I'm free staring at the braid and thinking can i i had my hair cut too short i can't get away with the side braid anymore oh damn I know. that sucks because it is awesome mm. uh, but then we hear mars snake fire and we get that <sighs> image of the the snake above ray's head awesome mm-hmm. And it breaks, I'm just assuming it burns the ribbons that are constricting the outers. Yes. And Cyprin's like, what the fuck? And she turns around and she sees all of the other guardians. They're floating up to where the battle is. And everyone looks, the outers look shocked to see them. And Uranus is like, you, what are you doing here? Get lost. If I was Mako, I would float over and punch the shit out of Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, fuck you, bitch. Mm. I didn't have I'm, to come here. I'm missing Shit's Creek for this. <laughs> it's the episode where Moira films the commercial at the winery. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, baby. 
uh, hello, babies. It's me, Myra Rose. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's not do it. Right, <laughs> I know. If I continue to do it, we'll be here all day. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so Cyprin says you're not going anywhere, and she constricts. Um. She like fr- I I can't really remember how this looks in crystal, but she like z- energy zaps the inners to where they can't move. But mm. you know what? Let's just go with. We're gonna make our own here. She wraps them in ribbons and they're constricted and can't move just because it yep. goes with the motif. And then Cyprin waves her hands and one of the, the black star infinity wrapped staffs comes out. We've seen them mm. before. Kaolinite always has hers out. Yeah. And she says, um, Oh, and then she, so she constricted the inners, but she waves the staff and suddenly the eyes of the outers go black. Oh, no. Yeah. And then suddenly the outers turn towards the inners and Neptune says, do you really want to die that badly? And Uranus says, in that case, let's fight. We'll grant your death wish. And then Pluto holds up her garnet rod and says, we'll finish you ourselves. So they've been completely brainwashed and they're being controlled by Cyprin. (sighs) And <clears throat> uh, this is them talking, right? Or no. Oh, and then she she waves her staff again. And then the inners are like, you think you can talk down to us? Well, yeah. we're going to kill you talking to the outers. So basically, Cyprin is just turning them on each other. This is, I believe, oh, if yeah. you're keeping tabs at home, this is Sailor Guardian Civil War Part 3 now. Oh, yeah. It's that Mako wasn't actually turned. She just genuinely thinks so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she was like, you don't have to turn me for me to feel this way. <laughs> <laughs> she's like i already feel like this this is fine yeah. and then uh sailor moon's like girls what's gotten into you snap out of it <clears throat> and she snap looks at out of it snap out of it what are you doing we're all guardian <laughs> stupid <laughs> this isn't friendship you gotta believe um <laughs> Cher was going to come up this episode, but you know what? You never know when she's going to pop in. Um, I mean, hell, they said snap out of it. We couldn't. They said you had to. You had to. <laughs> so anyway, the Outer Guardians are looking at Usagi. <laughs> oh, we've got to play Believe after this. <laughs> They're looking at Usagi, and Usagi's thinking, did Cyprin put them under a spell? Yes, bitch. Yeah. And Cyprin's thinking, my magic amplifies the darkness lurking deep within every heart. Give in to your true feelings and tear each other apart. And she's like, holds out the Tyrant crystal, and it looks like it blooms instead of, um, or it's maybe it's turned upside down, but it, it looks like it's bloomed. We're going to go with that. That's cooler. So Usagi's like, I'm done. And she uh, brings out the, what's it called? called the heart moon rod that's it yeah and she says moon spiral heart attack but then the attack goes towards cyprin and cyprin sort of envelops it yeah and all of the sudden cyprin's image starts to waver like shimmer almost like something's like she's vibrating and then suddenly there's another form next to cyprin a twin who looks exactly like her in every way except her braid is on the other side of her head and she has red hair instead of blue well not mirror image (laughs) i mean 
Yeah, sort of. Kind of. Almost like a negative. Yeah, exactly. And then, so there's two of them now. And then Cyprin says, I am Cyprin. And then the red one says, and <laughs> Patillal. We are the two-in-one witch. So the witch's five is really the witch's six. Oh, and Usagi's like, she split in two? And then uh, Patillo. She's the, uh, the bog off witch. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> Love a bogo witch. Mm-hmm. So Patillo says, is this supposed to be the power that rivals the Tyrone Crystal, Cyprin? And Cyprin says, this job isn't going to need both of us after all, Patillo. Just look at those so-called sailor guardians. And they start to laugh together. <clears throat> because it cuts to Pluto, Uranus, and Neptune. And they're like, we'll kill you! And then all of the inners are like, die! So they're all <laughs> charging at each other to kill each other. Sorry, I don't know why I'm laughing at that. But... <laughs> I mean, it's pretty great. <laughs> So then, um, all of a sudden, Chibi Moon and Tuxedo Mask pop into view. And Chibi Moon says, all of you, open your eyes! And Tuxedo Mask says, don't fight, be friends again! I mean, and then, like, uh, really, really friends. friends! Right! <laughs> But Chibi Usa, you know, she believes in this fr- You gotta believe! <laughs> um... <laughs> So she whips out the pink moon rod, her new rod that she got recently. Mm-hmm. And she says, pink sugar heart attack. And she aims it at all of them. But Mako turns around and says, stay out of this. Waves her hand and shoves Tuxedo Mask and Chibiusa backwards. Stay out of this stupid. Stay out of this stupid. This isn't about you. Stay out, Sonny. Um... <laughs> Oh my god, confirmed. <laughs> Mamoru is sunny. And yes. uh, I guess Usagi's share? <laughs> anyway, we, it doesn't, we don't need to go there. We're almost done. So they're afflicted by this attack, and Sailor Moon sees this, and she's like, Tuxedo Mask, Chibi Moon! And then all of a sudden, she gets pissed. Oh yeah. <laughs> And there's this massive boom from all the attacks they're trying to, all the inner inner and outer guardians are trying to do at each other. Sends them all backwards a little bit. And Sailor Moon says, all of you, stop it! Stop it, stupid! Um, <laughs> I had to. I can't help myself. What can I say? So then it looks like Minako's like, you little. And then Uranus says, you just won't quit. You still want to fight? And Cyprin and Patillal are loving this. They're just oh, yeah. absolutely loving it. Laughing, giggling, having a great time. And Sailor Moon's thinking, why are we doing this? Why do we have to fight each other? Is it because deep down, we really see each other as enemies? And I love that faded image of Cyprin and Patillal. Looks so yeah. And Usagi's thinking, no, they've done nothing but help us. And we see an image of all three guardians, or all three outer guardians. And she's thinking back to when Uranus said, we've been defending the Silver Millennium from afar. And Neptune said, they pro- or no, then she says, they protect, they fight to protect what they care about. We're all fighting for the same thing. Mm-hmm. You can't let them fool you. We ha- have to unite our hearts as one. We fight with our hearts as one. That makes us, that's what makes us Sailor Guardians. Yeah. And then Chibi Moon and Tuxedo Mask reach out their hands and they cover Sailor Moon's hand, which of course is on the Heart Moon Rod. Mm. And they both look at Usagi, give her like little nods. And Usagi's thinking, combine our hearts as one. Mm-hmm. And then all three of the, f- the familial hands start to glow. <coughs> and what sh- an image starts to appear out of their hands, above their hands. And it's the legendary Holy Grail. Holy shit. Right? And uh, Sailor Moon's Moon Crescent starts to glow 
And then I'm going to include this color page just because it's so fucking cool. We end on this color page and the the uh, legendary Holy Grail is now not just a plaything that Chibiusa has created. It's now a weapon that Sailor Moon has summoned through the power that she's feeling from everyone. Yeah. And she says, everyone lend me your strength. And it starts to, the whole, the legendary Holy Grail starts to glow in her hands. And that's where we end this chapter. <gasps> What's going to happen? Uh, so good. Uh, I love it so much. This was a journey of a chapter. Yeah, right. But it was kind of incredible. Like, do y'all see why I love the Infinity Arc so much? Like, it's just so. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. So fucking good. All right. So, Marcella, what were your favorite parts? If you, if you oh. can narrow them down. Yeah, I know. I'm just flipping back and thinking, what do I go for? I mean, firstly, just anytime Haruka's there because. Oh, tell me about it. You know. Right. <laughs> um, and Cyprine's outfit and braid because I'm a braid bitch. <laughs> yes, we love a braid bitch. Um, and I loved um, the reveal, the Terminator arm reveal. Oh, yes, Hataru. Because mm. that was so cool. Um, but I think most of all, I'm just loving uh, Makoto's petty energy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, kind of. She was yeah, not. Girl, I mean, yeah. Yeah, she wasn't. And yeah, just kind of respect her for it. Even though she <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about uh, you? Uh, yeah, I mean, my number one moment is, of course, the Hatari reveal yeah. that she's not, she's not like the others. She, yeah. if y'all haven't been able to surmise, the, uh, the fire left her so damaged that her body had to be built, uh, and mm. she, she doesn't have blood. She's, you know, she's almost more machine than she is human. Mm. And, but she still that has all of her memories. Not. Yes, exactly. And she had, but she has all of her memories and all her emotions, but that's why she has these pain fits is because her body doesn't pump blood. It pumps, I guess, the electricity. And, but he also said neurons and stuff. So it's like, he's almost trying yeah. to fit them together. And yeah. those reject each other. And that's why she's having so much pain, which, mm-hmm. oh, it's just heartbreaking. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I just love the fact that, uh, <laughs> basically we have all the outers show up and they're like yeah we failed to do our job sorry but uh we're taking over yeah (laughs) y'all failed but you're taking over what um but i love them i love the outers they're so fucking cool haruka is a badass bitch and i want her to curb stomp my ass and uh, i know i want to like bite bite a curb and have her just stamp the back of my head (laughs) yeah exactly just like get in a fucking subaru and run me over with it like uh anyway uh but yeah also uh i love usagi even though she she doesn't understand why the outers don't want their help but she's determined to help them at all costs and i just I love, that love she's just uh she's so good um but yeah as you said mako being so petty <laughs> i love her being the bridged gap between pisces and gemini where she's like no they said they, we went in the way i'm gonna watch no, and it was it's really quite surprising of her as well because of yeah her, I agree. her whole character and what she's like so that's why it just Agreed. tickles me that's awesome all right y'all well next week uh we are reading act 33 which is entitled infinity seven metamorphosis super <gasps> sailor moon i hate that they put the spoilers in the title i know they do but what does this mean <laughs> listeners you'll have to Tune in next week to find out. Um, I think yes, we did the damn thing. Tune in. 
Uh, so yeah, uh, I guess that's all we got. You can find me on the internet at Justin Gray Twenty Two across Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitch. Oh yes, oh. <laughs> and you can find us both on Twitter and Instagram at Salem Anchor Pod. And please do check them out because Justin puts yes. so much work into them. I do. It's a, it's a lot of work, but it's also a lot of fun. I love coming up with the images and stacking them on top of each other, like the one we just did for heavy metal hataru i don't know if you saw it but like the floral skull background i did oh love it anyway (laughs) it's a lot of fun but yeah it is a lot of work so please go check those out (laughs) um and you can um, email us like kelly did um at sailor manga podcast at gmail.com and uh lastly i just want to say if you're listening to this specifically on apple Podcasts, please leave us a rating and review because it really does help people find the podcast it helps yeah i didn't uh, even realize that it helps people find you know the more reviews and ratings we have specifically reviews please review it please 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 because it it will broaden our reach and uh, we just want to expand the sailor manga family i'll i'll have more hannah's that write in more thomas's all all the people have we replied to hannah by the way Oh God, I can't remember. Hannah, not, if we haven't responded. I'm so sorry. We'll get Hannah, on that. Hannah, we so sorry. We've, as we mentioned at the start of the podcast, we've had a bit of a time. We have. <laughs> Just bear with us, please, my darling. We will get there. We will get back to you. But uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Sailor Manga. And in the name of the moon, we'll be back soon. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> oh my God! Are <laughs> you starting to leave? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I said I had to. <laughs> I'm dying! chaotic energy that i needed <laughs> that was wonderful the way you just perfectly let it into it <laughs> i had it ready oh my god iconic <laughs> i had it ready